Hey everyone, welcome to Happy Vibes, a podcast that will make you smile. We chat weekly over wines to amazing women who empower, enrich, inspire and create. Come along with us and enjoy the Happy Vibes. Okay, hello everyone and we are back here for our second episode of Happy Vibes. Hi Emma. Hi. Hey Anne, how are you? Hi Jules, I'm well. Happy vibes. Yeah, happy vibes. Yes. Weekly wines and chats, that's what we're all about. Yes. Uh, look, last um, on our last uh, podcast of Happy Vibes, we spoke to the beautiful Elisa Caro, the sexologist, um, and gosh, we had a lot of fun. And we thought it was probably um, the right time to actually have a founders chat. Um, you know, our, our business is two weeks old now, and we felt like you know some of our fans might like to get to know the ladies behind the uh, the Happy Collective. So here we are. This episode of Happy Vibes is proudly brought to you by One Six One Sellers Bottle Shop and Providor. Located at 161 Burke Road in Glen Iris, your local stop for wine, cheese, beer with free home delivery. Support local, support small business. I'm going to jump straight over to you, Emma. Tell, tell us a bit about your story. What makes Emma, Emma? Oh, Jules, that's so profound on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon with my wine. I'm glad I've only had one glass. Um, what makes Emma, Emma? Well, I am joined by both of you in the fact that we are both twin mums. My twins are five months old. Um, I was five a months. mother of oh, five, five years old. That's what twins does to your heads, ladies. That's hopefully you both know. Um, they're five years old. I think I was a mum that really quite struggled with being a new mum. I found the whole twins aspect really, really difficult and I was so lucky and fortunate to have such beautiful family that assisted me, but I also found I had a, I was lucky in the fact that I could escape to work and I have a business with Anthea, which I've had for, you know, 11 odd years distributing osmosis throughout Australia. And it's been a fantastic journey. And I've really just was so lucky that I could go back to work quite quickly. So at three months with the kids, I decided it was time to, save my brain a little and head back to work and here we are all these years later starting a new business with the beautiful Jules who's also a twin mum and I just feel so blessed to have you girls in my life. I do not in any way disparage any mother that stays home. I think kudos to you. It's such a huge feat to be doing that full time. Look, that's what I was about to say, Em. I think, you know, you made the comment then that, you know, at three months with you know, your twins were three months, you going to work, that felt like an easier job than staying home. A hundred percent. And I've, oh. I've spoken to various people <laughs> yes. I know that are full-time mums and I just can't believe that, you know, that these women are out there doing it because it is so hard staying at home with kids full-time. And just mm. for me personally, it was a bit of an escapism. Jules, I think you were the same and certainly Anthea, you were the same too. So well, if you Anth want to share some of, of your experience. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, Anthea's in the thick of it right now. So five years ago for me, that feels like forever. I did rush out the door at five months as well. But Anthea, your twins are how old? They're almost one. So wow. they're turning one next month. Um, and I can totally relate to M because, uh, yeah, I went back to work at three months as well um, for exactly the same reasons that... <laughs> I found work a break. I found work enjoyable. And I also love our job. You know, I love the people I work with. I really miss them. Um, I miss them through, um, you know, that day interaction and just having something else to think about than babies all day. 
um, as much as I love them, and I know every mother says this, but it, it is so good to use your brain for something else. So that was my main motivation to, to get back to work, just to have that other thing to think about. And then, yeah. Anne, how do you um how do you find the right balance? Like at the moment, you know, you'd probably say you're really in the thick of it. We all know what one year olds, almost one year olds, can be like. So you've got a business, a new business, and two babies. How are you balancing it all? Oh, look, again, um, I think we're all in the same boat here. But I couldn't do it without family. Mm -hmm. um, so I am so 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 grateful that my mum and my sister step in two nights a week and take my children, yeah. which I in the end before of a lot of people, I understand that. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't do it without them. So I get those two full nights sleep. I get to catch up on, you know, just the runnings of a house and, um, Cause and let's just, remind everyone, Anthea, um, you know, you're a single mum as well. So you don't have a partner there with you, um, to support on some of those kind of day to day kid annoying things. No, no. So I, I chose to have my children by myself. Um, I didn't expect that I would get through. <laughs> well, that's right. And you are doing a bloody phenomenal job, and Hats off to you. As, as you are, Jules, I mean, you've got a young baby as well. So yeah, I do. Goldie and now? Goldie today is having her eight-month birthday. Yay, Goldie. And I must say, you know, to what we've all said, you know, I, I echo that. I raced out the door at five months. Couldn't be happier that my boss kind of tapped me on the shoulder to see if I wanted to end my mat leave early. Yes, please. When can I start? Um, but yeah. I think now, now the twins are five and Goldie was a bit of a surprise. I was actually looking forward to taking, well, I thought I was looking forward to taking the foot mm. off the pedal a bit this year and uh, spending some beautiful time just with me and Goldie, one baby, mm. Matt leave, but hello pandemic ruined everything. <laughs> and so without cafes and things to go to, it became very boring. And, yeah. um, you know, homeschool, throw all the rest of the crap in that we had to deal with. When this opportunity came about to partner with Emma, yourself and, and Anthea, I just jumped at it. I was like, oh my goodness, this is like my dream come true. Um, yeah, so look, I, I find the balance. Uh, I, I think it's quite important, Jules, to also say that prior to this opportunity coming up, you were gearing up to go back into a very corporate role yeah. as you had done in the past. So maybe you could tell everyone a little bit about that sort of scenario. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess, you know, my background, um, you know, it, it most of my career has been spent in the corporate world, kind of in executive roles um, in the food and beverage industry, specialising in corporate affairs, communications, crisis management, mm -hmm. the PR queen for Vegemite. Um, I did start my own consultancy about four years ago, which I've really enjoyed working for myself. Um, it was great. But this year, before this opportunity came, I kind of decided I wanted to get back into the workforce. And I was looking forward at the time to perhaps, yeah, going corporate again. I, I didn't want to necessarily start mm. J&Co Co-op. I felt that that had run its course. So I wouldn't say I was super excited about going through the job application process again, but I thought, yep, that's what I'm going to do next year. Hopefully I'll be kind of, you know, a director in a corporate role wearing suits again. However, this opportunity happened and I just couldn't be more delighted. Like if I never have to work for someone else again, I think I'll be so happy. But as Anthea and you just said, Em, 
doing something that you love makes a massive difference. So I've been yeah. finding, I've been going to bed at night, you know, ideas swirling. We've got this great new business. It's a beast. It's kind of taken on a whole life of its own now, but I look forward to waking up. I look forward to seeing if there's been a sale overnight. I look forward to kind of attacking the tasks of the day. Um, you know, I thought it would be a little part-time job, but now I feel like it's my life <laughs> so every day. Look, it's Saturday and here we are doing a podcast and it's um, so enjoyable. I think it's just so exciting, as you both said, when you find something that you really love and you're mm. passionate about it, it doesn't become work. And I think we're all the same, you know, because this business has kind of launched, it was, yeah. it was all of that work getting it to launch phase. Finally, it's launched. And now you just realise how much work is involved to keep that momentum and to really, you know, bring something along that you love to continue to be a success and to grow. Mm. And that's where I really love working with both of you because I think we all share the same thing that we working for ourselves. I, I mean, I know none of us could really go back to working for someone else. And, you know, you're kind of in charge of your own destiny. You're making your own decisions. You've got a team of people that you can bounce ideas off. And, you know, it's just we're so fortunate to be in that position where we can do that. Yeah. And I, I think, think I, in some ways too, oh, sorry, Jules, I think we're lucky that we've launched this in the pandemic because there hasn't been any other distractions. We haven't had, you know, mm. time away, you know, holidays, God forbid, but, you know, <laughs> there's been no social activities to race yeah. off to or anything like that. So we've been able to head down, bum up and to, you know, get this business cracking. Yeah, and I think, yep. um, Em, you just touched on this, and I think, you know, Anthea, you would agree, something that the pandemic, um, the, something that's really kind of been surfaced for me, I think, is how much I really value my independence and my freedom. Yeah. Um, so there's totally. not a lot we can do about, you know, the, the curfews and the, the restrictions. But yeah. I think, you know, not working for a period of time while, you know, Goldie was a little baby, um, it made me acutely aware of the fact how reliant I was on my, my partner, my husband. Um, and, you know, I think for me as a woman, I've always prided myself on having a really successful career. I'm quite ambitious and I like being independent. And I think being financially independent plays a part in that. Mm. And I'm not saying it's for everybody, but just for me, I think um, with everything else that happened with the coronavirus and all the ups and downs, not having a sense of financial independence, I really struggled with it. Yeah. yeah. And I also think it's probably important for everyone listening to know that we are all based in Melbourne you know, we're at the most extreme of, you know, lockdowns here with the curfew, as you mentioned. And so it has been quite a battle. And just to find some joy in that moment, you know, where, you know, you really do feel like you're, you have been locked down because you have, mm. just to have something to look forward to is, has been really beneficial to my mental health. I mean, I know mental health is such a huge thing and, you know, we've all got to really look after each other. Today, is it? Is today? Today's mental health. Yes. Today's Mental oh, Health Awareness Day. So, yeah, that's a really good point to touch on. What have you found the most challenging, Anth, in terms of dealing with, um, yeah, the last six months, pandemic or otherwise? Um, I honestly think it's been the social aspect of just not being able to see my girlfriends. They mm. are my everything. Um, you know, Em and I, going back to history, but Em and I have been friends since we were 12 years old. Mm. So... I am so fortunate that we work together and that I get to see her on a daily basis mm. or talk on a daily basis. Um, however, we have a bunch of about 10 really best mm. girlfriends. We are such a, a tight-knit group. 
And we would normally see each other, you know, at least once a week in some capacity, whether mm -hmm. it's a coffee or a wine after work or whatever. And to not have seen pretty much all of them all year, it's, it's really hurting now. I'm, I'm really over it. So mm, um, that's probably been my biggest challenge. What about you, Jules? Look, I, I, th I feel like we're all going to say some really similar things. Um, for me, what I've learned about myself is that I need kind of like clear targets. I need uh, lines in the sand. Typically, I work quite well in a stressful situation. I'm a crisis manager, for goodness sake. Um, but this year, I've, what I've found really hard is that it's been a moving target. And at times, there's been so much ambiguity there. I, my mental health has really suffered because it's just not how I operate. I need a goal. I need a finish line. Um, so personally, that's probably been the biggest challenge for me and friends. My best friend lives over one of my best friends. I have many, but she lives in North Melbourne and I probably, you know, seen her twice all year and it really breaks my heart and it actually yeah. kind of almost brings a tear to my eye because like we are each other's linchpins and I really rely on my friends I think to be a bit of a circuit breaker in my household when my yeah. children mm. are stressing me out when my husband is stressing me out my friends take a lot of that load on for me mm. and they've done really well by picking up the phone we've stayed really connected but it's just not the same yeah I mean I would echo all of those things that you're saying yeah. I think girlfriends play such a huge part or any friend plays a huge part in our lives and particularly when we're going through a hard time you know mm. they're the people we reach out for but certainly I would add my parents and family to that equation I have so struggled with that you know I've got parents that are in their 70s and you know both have got asthma both have had health issues in the past so there's the added stress of worrying about them and then getting it certainly in the initial phases of COVID where we just did not know the beast yeah and to an extent we still don't know it but we've got more of a handle I guess on on how it plays out and just not being able to go around to their house and sit down and my, my parents having connection with their grandkids as well as myself. I mean, we can FaceTime, but it does, it, I have certainly noticed that and I'm just ready for Dan to just unlock the lock. <laughs> Come on, General Dan. Now look, I'm going to switch. Please, Dan. Yeah. I'm going to switch gears a bit here, ladies. And mm -hmm. I think hearing about kind of how long your friendship has been, and it you know moves beyond business. Um, you've been friends since you were 12. We won't disclose ages, but yeah, it's a long time. I think our listeners would love to hear from each of <laughs> you one really funny story, one moment in time that you guys can reflect cool. on that makes you <laughs> laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> There's been so many. You can take the reins first. I'm trying to. I'm immediately trying to source one that's a little more G-rated. But Anne, perhaps you can take. Well, the come on, guys. We, yeah. sell, we sell sex toys. I feel like we can. We can be M-rated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, M and I, we met in school, and we used to sit in alphabetical order. So it went Hawkins, Isaac. So Emma sat behind me. And um, we probably made a bond over the fact that uh, Emma was pretty disorganised at school and used to tap me on the shoulder to borrow things all the time. Hard to believe, I know, Jules. Very hard to believe. I can't, 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 see, can't see that playing out. Yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, we have, we've lived together, we've travelled together, we've had a business for actually 13 years now, Em. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. We're, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've um we've yeah gone through the birth of our babies together um there isn't anything that we've got more of a sister relationship than a best friend however yeah. i read the other day that uh, friendship has surpassed seven years you're more family you are 
oh. friends and yeah. I would definitely agree that Em is my instant sister, sure. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's there's nothing that we don't know about each other. Um, and I think to run a business together 13 years, say something about the, the true um, value of our friendship and our relationship, it's pretty special. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think in that sort of sister-type role, it's fantastic that, you know, we support each other in so many things, hard times in our lives, we're always there for each other, but certainly we can call each other out when we're being a cow. <laughs> or, we're, or we're acting out. And I say, oh, yeah, I'm well. thinking of a funny story. I'm terrified of flying. Like Valium is my best friend, as is Tomazepan, on a plane. And I have to say that Anthea did take one for the team early on in, in life when we were traveling to WA and she let me do her makeup for about three hours to distract me. Needless to say, she got off the plane looking rather like a lady of the night. <laughs> I didn't do anything else, but it was oh, a great distraction. Funny. And, you know, Jules, you know yourself through your girlfriends, just, you know, how important they are. And we're so thrilled that you've joined our little posse. Yeah, you, you certainly while I was dealing with, you know, young twins, you were like a, just a rock for me. And I would always sort of hold myself up to you like, oh my God, Jules has gone down the street on her own and they're having a croissant and she's coping. You know, I can do that too. So I'd put them in the pram and go, come on, just make it to the croissant shop and back. You can do it. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like that, isn't it? Sometimes with yeah. kids, like just those small little wins. Um, yeah, well, yeah, friends are just everything, aren't they? And hopefully we will be able to all catch up in person, person soon, sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah. I yes. think it might be a good question just to end on like where we want this business to go, like, and, and why we love it. Like, what is it that we are doing that we love so much with the happy collective? So Jules, perhaps you can answer that one first. You know what? I have put a bit of thought into this over the last week because as I suggested earlier, this business has taken on some legs of its own in the last two weeks. So even what we kind of imagined for it before launch, it's starting to kind of go in different directions, which is awesome. And I think what I'm loving the most is this content creation piece. Like we, I guess, together, the three of us hold Goop up as a bit of a golden standard. We love Goop. We love the content and we love, you know, how they shop and how they source. And I think what I'm finding is through kind of my own network of friends is people are really enjoying finding out more about our products, the stories, um, diving into their sex lives, asking questions that they perhaps didn't even know that they wanted to know the answers to. And because we are creating a platform um, for women where they can come and not just get information, but learn about themselves, um, buy products to make them feel happy. So it's this whole end to end game. It's, it's content creation to the curation of amazing products. And that's what I'm, that's where I'm hoping this will grow. I want to build more content, have great products, support other businesses. We had a massive milestone this week, ladies, didn't we? Because we employed our first person outside Yay! ourselves Yay! so we now have a beautiful kind of marketing and admin assistant Serena and that really kind of filled my bucket I love being able to support young women and I we're really hoping that we're going to build her career she's going to support us we're going to support her and gosh if we can employ 10 more women in the next kind of two years move premises I'll be pretty happy absolutely <laughs> cheers to that mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and Anth, how about how about you Anne? Um, I think I'm so um, excited about, I, I love that we're doing something that purely absolutely makes women happy. Um, and I like that we're bringing women out of, um, I guess, a almost taboo subject, you know, that 
women don't talk about the fact that they can make themselves happy in so many different aspects of their lives. Um, mm. I made myself happy by having children on my own. Um, you know, there are, there, there's no kind of limits and mm. I uh, that. yeah, there, there aren't any limits. And it's not to say that men aren't required at all. I mean, <laughs> we're not, we're not men haters in this group. However, um, I think it's good just to reiterate to everyone around, um, you know, who we come in contact with that you can do anything on your own. You can make your own destination, your own happiness. Um, And I think that's our main motto and that's our our goal, you know, to to make sure that women are aware. Yeah, I think it's nice for women to sort of focus on themselves for a little bit. I think in everyday life, we're often the ones that are the caregivers, the nurturers, the supporters. And it's nice to have a flagship sort of site where we can go and actually look after ourselves and celebrate being women. So if we can impart some happiness on anybody else, that's fantastic. And we really are quite passionate about the products that we're sourcing, which is something that I really love too. You know, they've got to resonate with us. They've got to make us feel good and we want them to make other people feel good. So yeah, it's a great collaboration. I'm excited what the future holds. There's so much work to be done. I mean, your mind just races at night, Jules, as you said, thinking of all the different steps that we've got to put into place. And I just can't wait to really see where we're at a year from now because oh, the future is exciting. And that is. is such a nice thing to be able to say, you know. The future yeah. is exciting, guys. And I think on that note, I need a, I need a top up. <laughs> and um, yeah, I guess until next time, guys, happy vibes. Can't wait to see you and bring you our next guest. Bye. Yes. Happy, happy vibes, vibes everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.